Welcome back to Daughter of a King Podcast. I am your host, Robin Pendergrass. Today, I'm going to conclude the series, Righteous People Suffer. If you haven't watched the, if you haven't listened to the other podcast episodes, I will link them down below. But I talked about how um, Job, who was like the most righteous person in his time, went through a lot of suffering. And a lot of us think that righteous people can't go through suffering, and that's not true. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you won't suffer. So I'll be reading from Job chapter 21 verses 7 through 13. Why do the wicked live on growing old and increasing and increasing power? They see their children established around them, their offspring before their eyes. Their homes are safe and free from fear. The rod of God is not on them. Their bulls never fail to breed. Their cows, cow, their cows calve and do not miscarry. They send, they send forth their children as a flock. Their little ones dance about. They sing to the music of timbrel and lyre. They make merry to the sound of the pipe. They spend their years in prosperity and go down to the grave in peace. So. Before, in the other episodes, I talked about foundational truths. And another one is that God is good. Remember this foundational truth. So whenever a trial comes your way you don't that you don't understand, you can fall back on something that you do understand, which is God is good. So Job doesn't understand why, people's, why people prosper. Well, okay, so why evil people prosper and righteous people don't prosper. None of us understands that. Like some of us, Job is talking from a narrow perspective. We only, like we're only looking at what's around us. I'm telling you today to broaden your perspective. Look beyond your circumstance. Know that the trial that is in front of you will not last long. God promises his righteous people in heaven. God promises people, sorry. God promises his people heaven. So what you're going through doesn't compare to eternal life of God. Broaden your respect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm nervous. Broaden your perspective. Look beyond your circumstance. Now I'll be coming th- from Job 23, verses 4 through 9. It says, I will state my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I will find out what he would answer, what he would answer me, and consider what he would say to me. Would he vigorously oppose me? No, he would not press charges against me. There the upright can establish their incense before him, and there I will be delivered forever from my judge. But if I go to the east, he is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he is outward in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. So Job is saying, I can't see God. No matter where I look, I can't find him. That is because he's trying to find God in a material form. You will never be able to find God in a material form. This is when you have to leave the material and take the step of faith, step in, yeah, step of faith into the spiritual realm to find God. When we are trying to find God in the material realm, we are bringing Him down to our level. God is not on our level; He resides in the spiritual realm. You can't find God if you look. You can find God if you look in the spiritual realm. That is where. That's where faith comes in. You have to have faith to just find him in the spiritual realm and your times of suffering. So now I'll read verse 10. 
it says, But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. So, this is this one right here is one of Job's good moments. Deep down, Job still has faith. He may not understand what he's going through, but he knows these things. God knows, he knows that God knows the way that I'll take. When he, he knows that when he has tried me, I am going to come forth like gold. He also knows that God has a purpose. You may not understand what you're going through. Understand this. You are going to come out of this situation golden. Understand that whatever you're going through is making you stronger. Some people break down before they have a breakthrough. So remember that in times of suffering, you're going to come out golden. Now I will, I will read verses 11 through 12. It says, My feet have closely followed his steps. I have kept his way without turning aside. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. So Job is saying that beating his spiritual man is more important than the physical man. In times of suffering, we just have to pay attention to, pay attention to our spiritual man. In times of suffering, it is important that you feed yourself the word of God so you won't starve your spirit. The enemy is going to encourage you to starve your to starve your spirit in times of suffering. He's going to think, make you think that feeding my, like feeding my spiritual man, the word of God is pointless, pointless because God doesn't care for me. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Do not starve your spirit. No matter what, continue to feed your spirit with the word of God. We can't go through trial, trials if we are not spiritually fed. So feed yourself. If you're going in... If you're like suffering right now, make sure that you're like feeding your spirit, which is feeding yourself with the word of God. Now I'll be coming coming from Job 27 verses 1 through 6. And it says, And Job continued his, his discourse. As surely as God lives, who has denied me justice, the Almighty who has made me my life bitter, as, gonna, as I have life within me, the breath of God in my nostrils, my lips will not say anything wicked, and my tongue will not utter lies. I will never admit you are in the right. Till I die, I will not deny my integrity. I will maintain my innocence and never let go of it. My conscience will not reproach me as long as I, as long as I live. So... Joel's friends were unsuccessful in all other arguments. If you watch the, well, sorry, if you listen to the last episodes, you would know that I talked about um, Joel's friend, friends kind of not, they weren't encouraging him in his, in his time of suffering. So he really didn't have a good friend group. So rather than hurting your friends in their times of suffering, pray for them. You do not know what they go through behind the scenes, so remember to pray for your friends. So now I'll read Job 42 verse 2. It says, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. So this is Job replying to the Lord because the Lord didn't start talking to him until chapter 38. So now this is Job replying back to the Lord. So in times of suffering, know that God can do everything. Nothing can stop the plans that God has for your life. Your suffering cannot stop the plans that God has for your life. It may not feel like it, but know that the plans that God has for you cannot be destroyed. Know that your suffering is a part of your 
of the plan that God has for your life. Now, I'll read um, four, verse 4 through 5. It says, You said, Listen now, and I will speak. I will question you, and you shall answer me. My, my ears have heard you, but now my eyes have seen you. So, this is where Job discovers God. His spiritual eyes are open. Make sure that your spiritual eyes are open in times of suffering so you can actually see God. See God. When we open our spiritual eyes, we begin to have a real experience with God. You can actually see Him. So remember to open your eyes. Look into the spiritual realm to find God in your time of suffering. When we can, we can do that is by prayer, like seeking Him through prayer. And yeah, going into the spiritual realm where God is at. So now I'll read verse 6. It says, Therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. So seeing God gives us the insight of ourselves. When Job saw God, he realized that what he did was wrong. It's that he didn't really call out to God. He had some good moments, but like most of the time he wasn't really calling out to God. He was he was trying he was staying away from God. So him seeing God made him see what he was doing wrong. So we begin to see ourselves the way God sees us when we open our eyes to him spiritually. Which means that we begin to see what we did wrong. God sees what we did wrong, so now we see what we did wrong. So remember to open your eyes spiritually so not only to see God, but also to see yourself the way he sees you. So now I'll read verses 7 through 16. Well, 17. It says, After the Lord has said these things to Job, he said to life, I don't know if I'm saying that right, that right the Tenemite, Timonite, I am angry with you and your two friends because you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. So now take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and sacrifice a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer and not deal with you according to your folly. You have not spoken to, you, you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. So life is the Timonite, build at the shoe height. And so far, the Namathite did what the Lord told them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice, gave him twice as much as he had before. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him before came and ate with him in his house. They comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord had brought on him, and each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. The Lord blessed the later part of Job's life more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, a 1,000 yoke of oxen, and a 1,000 donkeys. And he also had seven sons and three daughters. The first daughter he named Jemima, the second Keziah, and the third Karen Hopach. Nowhere in all the land where there found women as beautiful as Job's daughters and their father granted them an inheritance an inheritance along with their brothers after this job lived a hundred and forty years he saw his children and their children to the fourth generation and so job died an old man and full of years so like i said before your breakdown will become before your breakthrough 
Job went through a lot of stuff before he went through his breakthrough. So there is a blessing behind your suffering. Remember that. If you're suffering right now, know that your breakthrough is around the corner. Remember I said that your suffering will not last. It will not last forever. There's breakthrough behind your suffering. So here's some things that I want you to remember. God is good. This is that foundational truth I talked about. Please remember this. Look for God in the spiritual realm. You are going to you are going to come out your trials golden. Stay spiritually fed. Do not let the enemy stop you from being spiritually fed. Pray for your friends. You don't know what they go through behind the scenes. Your suffering cannot stop the plans that God has for your life. Please remember that. Your sufferings your suffering is a part of the plan that God has for your life. Open your eyes, your spiritual eyes so you can see God. And remember that when you open your God when you open your eyes to see God, you end up seeing yourself the way he sees you, meaning that you see what you do wrong. And remember, most importantly, that breakdown comes before your breakthrough. So I hope you enjoyed this series. And I hope this just encouraged you. And I hope you just remember these things that I talked about, especially when you go through suffering. If you haven't watched part two, part one or part two, I'll leave a link down below so you can watch that because it's really good. And uh, yeah, so I hope this blesses you and I pray that you just share it to others and remember that even if you're a Christian, that's not going to prevent you from suffering. I just told you like a lot about Christian suffering. Just know that. Just remember everything I said and um, just please have a blessed day. Amen.